Okay, so I'm Stephanie Heim. Um, I am a third grade teacher. I am not a public speaker. I'm actually going out of my comfort zone today to do this, and I just told our tech director I am just a nervous wreck. I can't believe I even signed up for this. Um, but I've um, presented within our district, and I decided to kind of go out of my comfort zone this year and present at some different um, conferences. So this is my very first one. You're my guinea pigs. <laughs> Uh, so, I'm a veteran teacher. Three years ago, I had three iPads in my classroom, and I put them in a center and just left them there basically the whole year. Uh, my kids just did like a synonym app, a homonym app, um, study island on them, just not a lot of creativity. Then the, two years ago, I got 12 iPads in my classroom. It was uh, two to one in my classroom. Um, I started doing a little bit more, and I started thinking, you know what, if I don't uh, really get into this tech thing, I'm doing a disservice to my students. So at that point, um, I really started trying to create lessons and not just do apps. And so that's where this sprung from. So um, I hope you enjoy, and it's still not working, so I'll just click on there. Gosh. So the first thing I want to tell you about is the Telegami app. Has anyone heard of the Telegami app? Okay, a lot of you have. Um, I'm showing you this one because it's super easy and I do a lot with academic uh, vocabulary. I'm just going to share with you what I do with this one. I put free app and I just want to say that when I made this slideshow for another presentation I did, did this summer within our district, it was free. However, just a small portion of it's free now, I think like one animated character. So I actually won uh, two years worth of EdTech Bingo uh, cards, what do you call them, iTunes cards. And so I actually bought enough of the apps for my iPads now. Oh, let me just go back and finish. I left something out there. I had 12 iPads for two years, and then this year I have a classroom set. So I'm super excited about that. It's wonderful. Um, so I was able to buy the app um, for all of my iPads through some cards that I had won. Um, but what I used the Telegami for in two different centers, I have an academic reading center, vocabulary center, where um, I have all the academic words that we use in a basket, so they have to pull out the pull out one of the words. Um, and then they have to define the word. They fill out a little card for me. They just define the word. And then they get to build their character. And um, they have this particular app has 30 seconds of um, audio that they can uh, tell me what the word means. That's what I'm trying to say. Tell me what. So I just want to share that with you. I'm just going to show you just a snippet. And this worked just a minute ago. We'll see. When you make a prediction, you guess. Okay, so it's very short, but they actually in turn email it back to me, um, and that's how I check if they know what, um, I think that was predict. <laughs> she said uh, make a guess, so I'm thinking that was predict. Then the other way I use the Telegami app is for book reviews. So um, they read a library book, they fill out a little report for me, and then they actually um, build their animated character um, and tell me about the book and their book review. And then our class also can watch these. Um, I put them on my website. So I'll just share. This one's a little bit longer, so you'll get more of the feel for it.
my own little play. Oh, you think it's coming? <laughs> oh, you can. I like this book because my grandpa woke up and he lost his teeth in the and um, they called the police and the whole town started looking for the teeth. And then if you didn't smile, then you'd have to go to jail because they tried to look for the teeth in people's mouths. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? He did a great job. <clears throat> so, um, and someone just shared, I should have said this, on the paid version now you do get 90 seconds, but when I made these, these were both 30-second ones, but you can get up to 90. So you could do a lot with the Telegami app in different centers. I do um, an hour of centers a day in third grade, and so um, these are just some things that I do in the centers. Okay. Since my little slideshow thing's not working, I'll go on. This is Tweetcabulary, actually. Um, better stand right here so everybody can hear. Um, for this, you need the Twitter app, a partner class, a dictionary in 26 days. This was a lot of fun that my class did last year. I do Mystery Skype. Does anyone in here do Mystery Skype? Oh, it's awesome. This is my second year to do it. Um, so one of my Mystery Skypes last year was with um, a class in California. So he and I got this idea to do Tweetcabulary. Um, so we stayed connected with them for the 26 days. Um, so what we would do is, you can see on my chart paper, I have a big A. So all of the kids during one of the centers, they would um, get a word that they really loved. This particular one was A. Well, I have Z up there too. Um, so for instance, we'll just take letter A. They all choose a word from the dictionary. They write it. Then I choose one word off of, their, off of the chart paper. I circle it. We all have to look that word up in the dictionary. They have to write the part of speech, the definition, um, and a, a sentence with that word. Then we actually tweet it out to them and hashtag tweetcabulary. You know, we tweet it out to that class in California. Then they, in turn, tweet us one, and we tweet back one more time. We make a sentence with their word, and they make one with ours. So we're learning um, 52 words in 26 days that normally they wouldn't have um, wouldn't have learned. So that's like a vocabulary center that we do. And it took, to do the dictionary part, it took us another probably 15 minutes out of our day, but it was well worth it. They just loved it. Um, so then we're global connectors because we connected with a class from California. Uh, and they remained friends with us. So I'm hoping that he and I can connect again this year and do this again. So do you have a class sentence that you send back and forth, or is it individual children? No, just a class sentence. We make That was a good question. We make the sentence up together uh, on our um, whiteboard. So we make the sentence up together, and we uh, decide. You know, sometimes we make, make <coughs> more than one sentence, and we just vote on one <coughs> sentence. So, you're saying that you truly tweet it. Like when you're we truly tweet it, yeah. We're called the Heim Timers. I actually do the tweeting. We're third graders, and uh, I, I do the tweeting. But I can actually put it on my smart board and tweet so they can see, can see me do that. Okay, then have, has anybody used Today's Meet, a back channel? This is awesome. Um, in fact, I just introduced my new class to this last week, and they had so much fun with it, and, and a little bit too much fun, actually. So here again, I use the academic vocabulary most days, and I think this one was context clues. Um, so what I do to make it easy is this actually is not an app. This is todaysmeet.com. 
So what I have done is I created a class, and I'm just going to, the Heim Timers 1415 is what my new class is. Then I make a QR code, and I laminated a QR code for every student in my classroom so that they can just scan it, and then automatically today's meet comes up for them so they don't have to type in our passcode and stuff every time. So I put out the message. On this one, my message was, um, and it comes up on, on the little blue square there. Uh, what are context clues, and then all of their um, ideas, uh, their terminology and stuff comes up, their definitions come up um, on the screen. So, so it's playing on my smart board as they're typing. It's all, all of their definitions are coming up on the screen. Does the QR code all work every time? Every time my QR code works <laughs> because um, when you sign up for today's meet, you get like a special code or something no it's to sign in so that they don't have to repeat put that third that just doesn't work for third graders to have to type a URL code over and over and over and so forth so um, but anyway I just introduced this to my this year you know the first month of third grade and I'm sure every grade is <coughs> routines procedures rules so I'm just now introducing them to some of the tech stuff I'm showing you today that we did a lot last year um, but today's meet is a really cool back channel um, to use. I know that um, I helped one of our fifth grade, well actually it's the librarian at the fifth and sixth grade center get set up and what she was going to do with it is she was going to put a question out every day and have QR codes throughout their school and then the, all they had to do was scan the QR code and answer her question about library books and stuff. It was really, a really cool idea. So, And that was Terry Barnett. It was really cool. Um, the next thing I want to share is, um, I'm actually this afternoon going to talk more about Skype in the classroom, but this is just a full-blown activity that took us a few weeks to do last year that I want to share. Um, I, I met, do y'all use Skype in the classroom? Okay. So this afternoon I'm going to talk about Skype in the classroom if you want to come back at 145. Um, but I'm just going to tell you that Skype in the Classroom has lessons for teachers. One of the lessons that I loved last year, this man um, did three presentations in my classroom via Skype. He's actually in London. Um, he's called the Night Zookeeper. He has these imaginary creatures. He really has this little imaginary zoo behind him. Um, it's just really fascinating. So we did it the first time at Halloween, and then he did a Christmas one, and at the end of the school year, he did like an end of the school year theme. So, so I met him, he did this little activity, then I took the, well, let me back up. We did a collaborative, let me just show you right here, if, it'll, if this will come up. Okay, so we did, I think it's right here. So from the, Skype, from the Skype in the classroom, I put my students in groups of five, and they did the bodies where it says, you, like one person drew a part of the body, you know, different parts until they um, make their creature. And you can kind of see over there where they're making their creatures. Then they wrote a story from that. So then, so the, right, so then they... they um, made a story from that. Then we actually made this book that I'm showing you. So like that's one group, that's their creature. Um, this is their story. 
and they had to make up an imaginary creature like the night zookeeper did. Now, from these, I hope you can follow me on what I'm going to tell you on this. Let me just use this one for instance. Okay, so you see the creature. Then have you, you guys heard of the Erasma app? Okay, perfect. <laughs> then you're going to understand this. So the, the target was the picture. So we downloaded the Erasma app. They read their story into, into the Erasma app. And then whenever they held the iPad up to the picture, it played their story. You see what I'm saying? Um, so, for instance, it would have their picture and them reading the story. So what we did is we made um, just a zoo around our classroom with all the animals, and we had people come in and do a walk around. And I did that a couple of times during the year after we did the Skype with the night zookeeper, we would do more of these type of stories with the imaginary creatures um, and the walk-arounds. And like people from other classrooms would come and do the walk-around and actually read our stories and so forth. So and let's you're using bookamon.com? Yes. Is that free? Or you... it, this was free. Mm -hmm. This was free. That's a side note. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. Um, Boogie Mon. And you can create a limited number of books in or I have. I used it all last school year. So. Cool. Okay, and then I was going to actually show you, if this will work, what the walk around sort of looked like with just a few of my students. Well, it'll play. Aww. Went on to another. Hold on. Okay, so you can see the students as I'm videoing them. They're holding the iPad up to their target picture, and then then a video pops out that shows the students reading the, their story that they made. So you can see I just put the pictures different locations all around the room so it was easy for the kids just to do a walk around. In fact, I put it on top of a kid blog. <laughs> Instructions, I guess. Oh, how funny. It's been a while since I've watched this. Well, this year I have 22, last year um, 23. Okay, here's the Erasma app again. These are just a few few ideas. Um, we did book reports. The kids um, read a book. They illustrated the book. Then they recorded themselves. Um, we're lucky enough that we have tripods in our classroom. So um, this kid just got with a partner and recorded each other um, making the book report. I mean, videoing the book report, and then we did a walk around again. In fact, we actually posted these in the library for an end-of-the-year technology night, I believe, and the parents went in and actually got to see their, their child pop up, you know, the video of them uh, sharing about their book. So that was really cool. Then, um, augmented, the, uh, the uh, 
Dot Day. That's what I'm trying to say, the Dot Day. Now, that is a different app, and it is Fable Vision. Yes, Color Mix, Color Mix. Well, Fable Vision is actually the website you can go to, um, but the app is Color Mix. It's C-O-L-A-R-M-I-X. And actually, on the fablevision.com website, you can print off the pictures, and then you actually have to get the Color Mix app, which is free. And the kids color it, and then it pops the, it just makes a 3D picture. Um, so that's really cool. This is another augmented reality. Um, oh, let me just share about this very quickly before you watch this. Okay, when we were reviewing for our um, OCCT test, everybody loves those, what I did is I got a little creative and I had the students each take, well, they got in groups and then they each took like summary or drawing conclusions, just some reading standard that they made a video. They had to like um, fill out a poplet. Do you all know what poplet is? That's really cool. Um, poplet app. So each group had to make a poplet over their reading standard and then they actually made videos and posters and the poster was the target picture. Then we did a walk around for everyone to review reading standards um, and see the videos everyone made. And I'll just kind of, I don't know if you can actually see, um, oh shoot, hold on. Well, there it is. No, for some reason it's not. Okay. Okay, can you see how the video, this is a little larger, you can see the video that she's watching on the iPad. So we did a walk around just to review reading standards one afternoon. It was really cool. Can you, why do you think that is good over QR codes? Because you, have you done both? Uh, well, actually, I have not. Well, I put videos on QR codes. Is that what you're asking? Right, you're doing that mm -hmm. instead of just QR Well, I just think for me, it's a create creativity of doing everything, of making posters, of um, doing research. Of mine is more projects. And having that video on. And having on the video the on, and they can they can see and everything. So. Yeah. Having all their work. Yeah, for, for me, it's more about the project. And like things like this, like the video they made, the poster they made, the research they did on their standard, that may take five days of their whole center time. Yeah. So, and it's just eight and nine year olds doing it all. Yeah. So, I mean, you can tell by the poster. <laughs> so, okay, 30 Hands is another free app. Is it still free? Oh, okay, okay, it is still free. Some things that, that I first started using that was free now are being charged for. So, um, but 30 Hands is free. So what I did on this activity is my students last year absolutely loved the Hank the Cowdog books, and I had not had a class in several years that loved them so much, so I just probably read every one of them last year. Um, so one in particular, I took the book and I poured a, tore it apart. Have you, you guys heard of that? So you tear it into chapters, and then I had groups of two around my room reading a chapter. So you would read chapter two, you would read chapter four, so everyone had a chapter. And then from the chapter, they had to illustrate um, the main, main idea of their chapter. 
Um, and then we made one book, a 30 hands book, together so that it was Hank's Caldog. And I believe that I've got, I think this will probably explain it better. I think I've got it all in here. Hank the Caldog, The Case of the Vampire Vacuum Sweeper. This was such an exciting project. We took the book and tore it into chapters. The students first read their assigned chapter with their partner. Can you hear that? Okay. okay. And it did get loud. A lot of my projects do get loud in my classroom. Then they collaborated to write a chapter summary and illustrate their favorite part from that chapter. We also use this for our tech night. That's why I actually made this video to show for parents to see the whole project. <coughs> and here they are videoing, videoing each other. They videoed their summary. Are you in the back? Oh, it's under. It's under here. Oh, is that me? Yeah. What, what was the funny? They made an aura using their illustration and video. I couldn't hear you. Oh, tripod, you might try this. Oh, is it one of those robots? Oh, yeah, I'd love to have one. Okay, so that's how the whole project went. And that probably, and thank you, Beth. Um, that took us a couple of days to do for them to read their chapter and us to get it all put together. You know, it took a while, but um, lots of learning. Lots of learning happens. So, uh -huh. so what is the final product? I'm mean, not I understand what happens, but how mm -hmm. is it put back together? Um, well, actually what we did on Tech Night is we put um, from Chapter 1 to Chapter 12 out in the hall and um, their illustrations. Then parents could... Um, we also, when they were videoing, then the parents uh, put their iPad, what am I trying to say? Their Erasmus app popped out the video of their child telling about that chapter. Okay, so how is 30 Hands? Oh, 30 Hands is um, the video that you just saw. That was 30 Hands. It's a book. 30 Hands is like a book, so it put it into a book. Okay. It's, a, yeah. it's a book app. It's a book app, yeah. 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 <laughs> so did they read the whole book? Yeah. Well, they each read a chapter, and then when we told about the chapter, the whole book flowed. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Every okay. student, but when we're videoing, read the whole book. no, just their other. chapter. Okay. Yep. And that's actually a project I've done for a long time, but I just put tech with it. So a lot of things that I do, I've done before, but I just put tech with it. So it's really, I'm not creating brand new lessons, I'm just adding two. Newsomatic is an awesome, do y'all do, new, anyone do Newsomatic? It's an awesome current event for, it's like an online newspaper for, um, well, probably any level. My third graders love it. I have a current event sheet that you can see here. Um, and actually, I found that like on Teachers Pay Teacher, the current event sheet. So they get to read in one center. They get to read a current event that day that's on the online newspaper, but yet then they have things they have to fill out for me. Like they have to find three new words that they did not know. 
um, they have to summarize their article, just things so that I know that they really read an article. And then ShutterCal, this is a this is a side note. Um, I actually think I can click on my ShutterCal. Shutter ShutterCal is an app and it is free. I documented every day, every single day last year. I took at least one picture, loaded it to ShutterCal. Then the parents could um, could I'll go back and show you. That's the. Anyway, the parents could go back to the first day of school, to the last day of school, and there's a picture of their child every single day. And I'm actually doing it again this year. So, let's see. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh -huh. So, like, this is just September of last year. So, the parents can go. It's still online. They can bring up a picture. Or, I think some parents, I actually have Tanya, some in my room, she could actually, couldn't you save it like on your iPad? So if there was a particular picture she wanted from our classroom, she could just um, put it on her iPad. So that was really cool. Every child, every day? No, just one picture in my classroom. Her oh, child, okay. if her child was in a particular picture one day that she wanted, then she could just um, download that. But no, it just documents our day, and I try to get different kids every day in a picture. It's not every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, apps gone free. Yes. In fact, our school, our school is really big on that. Yeah. Um, we all do apps gone free, and then when when there's like a really good one, we'll share. Like I think pre-K actually found a fifty-dollar app one time. Right? Was it about a fifty-dollar one? Yeah. And it was free. Oh, oh, Mr. Hine found it, and so anyway, yeah, and he shared it. Yeah, it's really cool. What? Is it password protected? It can be. Um, I just tweet mine to my to my parents. So. Can you talk a little bit about that safety for the people that are concerned about that? Well, I'm I'm not concerned, so I'm not a good person to to talk about that. I mean, I'm really not. I'm really not. And. Um, I tweeted at, well, actually, I have all my parents' email addresses also, so I will email it once a week to my parents along with my classroom blog that I do. So that's how my parents get it. Have you had any parents? No. Mm -mm. For two years? Oh, I should say that. At the, at the beginning of the year at Clinton, we do have them sign um, a release form saying that their child's name and pictures can be out there. However, it is my policy that if their pictures on Twitter or their pictures on my website, their name's not. So I never put the two together. Never ever. So but that's just what our school does. Do we somebody else from my school could speak to that. Am I right about that? They signed at the beginning. I personally, since I've been doing tech for three years, have never had a parent say no. Um, I think there might have been a situation in someone else's classroom that they were maybe a foster child, and so they just made sure that they didn't put a name. I mean, sort of. wasn't It wasn't a big issue. We just want to be safe. It's, it's fairly rare in our district. I mean, you do have situations you have to be um, concerned about. I know we have shelter kids. We have a shelter. Mm -hmm. We also have a women's shelter, mm -hmm. and sometimes we do get notification from those parents that. We cannot put them, and we make sure that that teacher knows, or mm -hmm. anybody that works with that teacher. But I'm thinking over the course of the last two, three years, mm -hmm. we've had like one or two. That's what I'm thinking. One or 
And so you still take their picture? You don't, no, we don't. We wouldn't. We wouldn't put it out. No. And no one else knows that, but we just know that when we take a picture, we just make sure that if they're in it, we don't put it out anywhere. So. Crop them out of it. Yeah. But then when we did a picture in the classroom, Okay, um, I part I've participated the last couple of years in Inter International Dot Day, which is September 15th every year. Um, I'm just in a Fable Vision that I already told you about in the Color Mix app. And then I'll show you just a little snippet of this actually was this year's. So um, the app that I'm using for, it's going to have pictures and a video on it. Um, it is Pic Collage, and it is free. So you put pictures in it, and, and you can put a video. And then I can tweet it out or email it to parents or whatever. But this is um, where I told you that you can go to the Fable Vision. You can get the coloring sheet. Do you remember all that? That's what that is. Okay, I'll go on. Okay, now, QR codes. I used to be the QR code queen. Wes asked about QR codes. I was the queen, but I've kind of moved on from that. I still use them some just to get my kids where they need to go or maybe a scavenger hunt. Um, I have some things listed on here that I still do use them for. The inspection is um, on the road, road trip, and let me explain that. I do Mystery Scott since the last year, I believe I did 32 states. So I put all of those for Tech Night. I put all of those in a basket. Then they each drew out a state. They had to research the state. I had criteria like the population, um, oh, the state flower, the state bird, those sorts of things that they had to research on their own. Then they had to make a 30, they used 30 hands and they made a little book about their state. And I'll show you that one in just a minute. Then they created a QR code. They put it on their state. Then that night when their parents came, their parents scanned their state and up popped their 30 Hands book. So they got to watch the 30 Hands book. So I used the Erasmus app, the 30 Hands uh, QR code. I used a lot of things on that that activity. By the way, I did that after testing. <laughs> so that was a project after testing. It did, take, it did take quite a while. It probably took us two weeks working maybe an hour a day to get that ready. But um, it was a lot of fun. And I'll show you her, this is mandolins. This was her, this is what popped up when we scanned her state. There. You're probably going to hear some things in the background in a minute. The name of my state is New Jersey. But it's because we had a lot of other things the going on in the room. The of my state is Trenton. The name of my flower is Vanilla. The name of my bird is a goat, American Goldfinch. So they also the had to my look at images on their iPad, save that as a picture, and New also Jersey put it on. New Jersey is known as Garden... Garden State. <laughs> 8,865 million people. 
Okay, so it was really neat when the parents scanned their QR code and a copy of the book, and it was really cool. Um, another one I love to do is the scavenger hunt. We actually, I do that at the beginning of the school year. I put QR codes um, like on our classroom door. Then it says, where do you go to check a book out? And they have to walk to the library, and they scan that one. Where do you go if you're hurt to the office? You know, And so it takes them all around the school, the scavenger hunt, which is a lot of fun. Um, every single week last year, and I've just done it a few weeks this year, I did the spelling pattern. It's because I, last year I got to teach spelling at the beginning of the day. This year my schedule has changed a little bit, so it's not as easy to do the QR code for the spelling pattern, but it was really cool. So I made a QR code. I use QRstuff.com. It's free. Um, you can put web, um, websites into it, uh, text into it videos into them. It's just an all-in-one um, QR code maker. So what I would do is I would type the spelling words every week. I would put the QR code on their desk. When they came in that morning, they would scan the QR code and they would determine the pattern of the spelling words for the week. And uh, the first week or two, it's kind of hard for them, but after that, it's <coughs> like a mystery. It's like they've got to solve it. It's a lot of fun to figure out what the spelling pattern is. And they can work with friends or whatever to find the spelling pattern. Um, also, um, on QR codes, oh, on their daily folder that they take home every week, I have um, a QR code of our web class website. So during the weekend at some point, I encourage the parents to scan that QR code. Our website comes up, and every week I have a flipped classroom on for something we're going to study the following week. Now, it doesn't mean that they have to come to school, they have to watch that video. It just means if they have free time on the weekend, they can scan the QR code. My flipped classroom comes up, and they're like, oh, we're studying genres this week. This was actually this, this week, what we put on was genres. Um, I get these videos off of YouTube. Sometimes I, sometimes I make the videos, like I make an Edu Creations and put it on, or 30 Hands and put it on. Usually it's just easier for me to find a YouTube. And also, during the week, I have QR codes in my classroom, and in one of the centers, they'll watch the flipped classroom also. So if they can't watch it at home, they can watch it at school. And it's just a review. It's either, it's either a preview or a review during the week that I use those. And Animoto, does everyone know about Animoto? Love it. Every single week I do a blog and I make a video of, of my class for that week. So I'm just going to share with you, and I email it out to parents, and I also tweet it. So I'll just share one that I made last year. Oh, I don't know why that's being so touchy.
okay, so you get the idea. I'll show you. Oh, hold on. This one's actually my favorite, the fall. I'll just show you just a tiny bit so you can get the effect of it. I just love that music and the fall leaves. I just used this one last week, actually. That's that. I just love love the fall one. Okay, Kid Blog. Everybody knows about Kid Blog. I do a lot of Kid Blog. Um, do a show of hands. How many people don't know about Kid Blog? Oh. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I just kind of think because I do all this, I just think everybody does. I don't know. Okay, Kid Blog is free. It's kidblog.org. Um, I still have last year's up, but this year I created a new one and just put my new year. So they can stay. Parents can still go on last year and read them if they want. Um, this year I'm doing a better job. Last year was my first year to really do it. Like I did it probably twice a month. I gave the kids like a topic. They wrote about the topic. They illustrated. They took a picture. Um, I might can show you one. I think this actually is last year's. <coughs> Then I put this in my blog every week. This year, I've done one writing a week with them, so we have like seven already. And um, that's an improvement, and that's something I wanted to do, so I feel good about that. Let's see. Let me just show you Grady's, because his mom is here. Okay. So last year, we got to go to the Air and Space Museum. So Grady wrote, yesterday our class was the Air and Space Museum. Our favorite part was when we went to the dark, in, a, in the dark place. Oh, that was this big... Uh, uh, what do you call those? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, so anyway, it was my favorite part because the space video and the projector. And then he actually illustrated. These are all of Grady's writings from last year. And one comment, the planetarium was awesome. And I do not always comment on, on every one, but I try to every few weeks I'll comment just something small. So anyway, I'm actually trying to do a better job this year on Kid Blog. And then this is my blog. Yes, yes. But they can I, comment on it. They, they can yes. comment. In fact, she usually does. I'm surprised yeah, that wasn't true. Yeah. No uh, most of our parents do comment on their kids' blog. Did you approve those, right? You moderate? Uh, yes, okay. yes. Um, I have it on where I have to approve anything that comes on. Yeah. And if they wanted to blog at their house, I don't encourage that, but I had one little boy year before last that did do that. And and I actually did not approve it. It was fine, but I wanted the kid blog to be just in our classroom. So but some teachers let them do that. Okay, this is my um blog. We're running out of time, so let me just I'll show you last week's Every single week, I do a blog about our classroom. It's a reflection for me. I put the video on it. I just tell a little bit about our week. Um, and I do that every... This is my... I started it, I guess, two years ago. So this may be my third year to do the blog. So, um, But every single week. And I started it, and then this year I was like, I'm so tired, I don't want to do it anymore because I have other things going on. And then I'm like, no, the parents loved it, so I'm back to doing it again. So every single week I spend about two hours and make the video and write the blog and email it to parents. What's, what's your platform that you 
Um, this is simple site. Are you talking about the, the site that I use? Um, mine is simplesite.com. This one is not free, but it's super easy, and that's why I did it. I also bought my own domain, so it's uh, at Mrs. Heim. I mean, it's www.mrsheim.com. But there's free ones. Um, what are some free ones? Edublog. Edublog? Yeah. There, there's several free ones out there. WordPress. I don't know. Yeah, blogger. And I actually um, I actually started on this one, and then it's so easy that I didn't want to stop. And let me see. I think I might have. Oh, we video fluency. We video fluency so that um, they can watch themselves read and hear themselves and let's do that. That may be the end. FaceTime Reading Buddies. I'm going to talk about this this afternoon if you come back at 1.45. I think that everybody's leaving for lunch. And remember, this is just a tool, okay? There's a lot of other stuff I do in my classroom. I do not do tech all the time. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hi.